Good afternoon. It is Sunday. Quite cloudy out, quite gloomy. I wanted to get this out before uh, I got the rest of my day going. I'm going to be hitting the gym and then I got a store meeting later on tonight. But I wanted to talk about what's going to be going down tomorrow, which is not only the 70th birthday celebration for Ric Flair on Monday Night Raw. Roman Reigns makes his appearance on Monday Night Raw. I posted it on my Instagram. If you're not following me on there, at young underscore lions underscore perspective, I suggest you do. Keep up with everything that's going on with that. I posted a few posts over the past couple of days or so. This is an interesting situation that we have going on right now with Roman Reigns. Because we are, we're not sure exactly what he's going to say in terms of, you know, his situation going on with his uh, battle with leukemia. How far along is he? How close is he to returning to Raw? In all honesty, this, in my opinion, this is what actually should happen. We don't see Roman Reigns. We see Joanna Y. He comes out, starts starting off the show, crowd gets a huge pop form in Atlanta. Chance of Roman Reigns start going about. And he goes about talking about his situation with leukemia. How much he misses the fans. How much he misses being in a WWE ring. How much he would love to get back into the ring and start beating ass all over again. Being the big dog and proclaiming it it's his yard and all that fun stuff. And then he gets right into talking about his situation with leukemia. What's been going on. How well he's been doing. Or how bad he's been doing depending on the situation. I always hope for the best. Uh... When I talked about it back in October, I wished him well because this was a really big situation. Um, cancer is nothing to fuck with. Um, I had talked about my aunt. Um, when I was eight year old, she had passed away from lung cancer. And that was really one of the, the most devastating moments of my life, especially as a young child. Having to hear that, having to be told that your aunt is no is not coming back. She's she's gone. She's gone forever. That's a, that's a tough burden to have on your shoulders as a young child. And I talked about you know my you know me not going to her funeral because I felt that so devastated that I didn't want to go. Um, I've always referred to her as like my second mom and all that fun stuff. But getting back into the Roman Reigns situation, Roman should not say anything in terms of Wrestlemania that he's going to be at Wrestlemania anything that involves being there in New Jersey less than seven weeks actually six weeks from today we are literally 42 days away from Wrestlemania and we're going to be having this All we should be getting is just an update about the situation and then 
he should announce when he will be coming back to Monday Night Raw. Who knows? The draft there there may be a WWE draft and he may be drafted over to SmackDown. And we can figure out from there, so on and so forth. There should be not one single word, as I said a little while ago, anything involving WrestleMania. He has more to worry about than WrestleMania. And I'm sure for a lot of people, they're going to be glued to the television. I actually will be watching tomorrow night. Um, for this, for this appearance, I will live tweet about it. If you do, if you don't follow me on uh, on Twitter at WWY, do so because I will be putting out my thoughts on Roman Reigns or Joanna Y, I should say. Excuse me, I had something stuck on my teeth. Um. Nothing more should be said than him coming out, him how he much he misses the WWE, how much he misses the WWE universe, being in the ring, beating beating ass, kicking ass, taking names, and then giving us an update. When will he come back? And I'll be seeing you guys real soon once I beat this. We do know that he has attended. Uh, Georgia Tech football games. He is a Georgia Tech alum, for those who don't know. He's been in the gym training, of course. Uh, I don't know the guy's name, but I did see a picture of uh, Roman on Instagram with a head trainer that he was working with, training him, working him out, all that fun stuff. I uh, didn't really see anything in terms of like him going in for treatment. And to be honest, we don't really need to see that. We already know the situation that he's dealing with. But as far as, you know, WrestleMania goes, I was listening to JD from NY206's opening rant on the Roman Reigns situation tomorrow night. And he was talking about, you know, he brought up the whole Vince McMahon situation when they faked his death. I forget what year it was, but I remember the angle they had uh, this man going into his limo and then it blew up and then they supposedly get killed the CEO, the chairman of WWE. And surprisingly, that didn't last long. At all. And uh, I was talking about a, a report from Dave Meltzer had uh, talking about um, the Braun Strowman Baron Corbin match when Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley came out and they did this shield triple trap words are hard. The shield tripper power bomb. And they said it was a sign of things to come. And that kind of worried me a little bit as it worried him as I was uh, watching it. I pray for the life of me that they're not trying to treat this as a work. I know it's something I shouldn't be thinking about as a wrestling fan. I should be thinking about this, you know, going into it. Because, like I said, leukemia is nothing to fuck with. Cancer is really nothing you should fuck with. Especially in terms of wrestling angles. It's nothing that should be toyed with, nor teased about, or anything like that. Um, I've known a couple of people in my life, throughout my life, that have uh, had 
family members who had cancer and I could relate to them and I can talk to that, talk about it and, you know, console them at their time of need. I don't think that this is a work. I pray to everything that is holy, although I don't pray often, but when I do, um, this is one of these times that I pray WWE doesn't use Roman Reigns' leukemia remission and having it come back as a way to garner sympathy from the WWE universe. Because then if you do that, if you do that, you will ascension, essentially, I can't even talk today, I had more than enough coffee. You will essentially alienate a lot of people along the way. I'm not saying that it can be beaten in four months. I'm not saying that because, you know, science and technology as a whole has grown so much throughout the decades that to this point we are in high levels of high levels of technology. And I, I just keep thinking that, you know, the I'm, I'm, I haven't been thinking this is a work forever. You don't, I said, you don't toy with cancer. That is a very serious matter in our country. And a lot of people have been either exposed to having cancer, having either lost to, lost the battle or beaten it. And it, it, it's something you really don't meddle with. You can do all the wrestling angles you want in the world. Having Roman Reigns return for WrestleMania season does a lot of bad more so than good. And that's the scariest thought about it, especially on the night where we are, they've already been, you know, doing vignettes, video packages for Ric Flair's 70th birthday celebration in Atlanta. They've been hyping that up for weeks now. For weeks, they've been hyping it up. And for the possibility of that to be overshadowed by Roman Roman Reigns saying he's going to return for WrestleMania season is quite scary. Um, JD actually talked about, you know, stating that if that were the case, it would be a a six-man tag between Corbin, Lashley, and McIntyre against... Rand Strowman and Dean Ambrose as Dean Ambrose is like last hurrah at WrestleMania. It's, that will be his last match regardless as he is still, as far as we know, leaving the WWE. And he was talking about why would Reigns even align himself with Strowman at this point when they just had a feud months ago when Strowman cashed in his money in the bank briefcase for a shot at the Universal Champion when Reigns was champion. I believe this was back in September. It doesn't make any damn sense whatsoever. I also hope that they're not doing this just to get a big rating for the first hour. 
I mean, it's going to garner range for the simple fact that it's Roman Reigns. A lot of people are fans of Roman. There are Roman Reigns stands across the world. Uh, me personally, I could give less of a fuck about Roman Reigns, the character. But I do care about Joe Anna Y the man. And I stated that in the end that at the same episode as well. Back in October. It's not evident, and there hasn't really been any news stating that Roman Reigns is returning. I would just I would really, really, really be really be against the you know the announcement of Roman Reigns stating that he is he is fully cleared and will be on WrestleMania 35's card come April. Because look at what we have in terms of um you know Names that are going to be more than likely a part of the WrestleMania 35 card. Daniel Bryan, who is now one of the biggest heels in the in the brand on SmackDown. Becky Lynch, more than likely will be on th- WrestleMania 35's card. Charlotte Flair, Ronda Rousey. The Miz and Shane McMahon. Dean Ambrose, of course, it being his last hurrah. Seth Rollins defend, uh, going after the uh, Universal Championship with Brock Lesnar. And that's what I really want to touch on real quick. Let's say, let, let me play, I, I guess it would be Devil's Advocate, in a sense, I don't know. But let's say, Roman Reigns announced that he was making a comeback. He was coming back to the WWE. One, you're going to piss off a lot of people. Just to start out, you're going to piss off a lot of people, myself included. Because, that, like I said, it's something you don't toy with. That will be on that that having Roman. And I don't want to be negative about this because I don't want to take it to that level. I'm not going to rant about something. You can tell in my voice I'm not trying to rant and I'm not going to. But I just want to say it like this. Let's say Roman Reigns announces I'm fully cleared. The leukemia is gone. I'm going to be back in time for WrestleMania. Right? One, that'll be on some John Cena superhuman shit, where I believe, if I remember correctly, I'm not sure exactly the year, but he tore his pectoral muscle, and it was stated that he was going to be out for nine months, if I'm not mistaken. And if Kevin, if you're listening to this, let a player know if I'm wrong, because I want to make sure I'm, I'm, ac- I'm as accurate as fuck. Kevin, if you're in earshot, this one's for you, bro. Let me know. And I believe he came back in six, just in time for the Royal Rumble, beating Triple H, winning the Rumble, and then going on to WrestleMania to fight for the WWE Championship. I'm not exactly sure the year that it happened, but I think it was like the mid-2000s, I want to say. But like I said, Kevin, Kevin, if you're hearing this, man, let me know real quick. And at that time, I was okay with the fact because it was like, you know, people were thinking, man, you know, John Cena was supposed to be gone for nine, came back in six, won the Rumble, and went on to, I believe he won the championship that year at WrestleMania. 
that's not to say that Roman Reigns couldn't beat cancer in four. You know what I'm saying? It's not like he couldn't beat leukemia in four months. But when can- cancer, and I'm going to, uh, let me, I'm going to tell you a story real quick. A uh, really personal story of mine uh, with someone I used to work with at my job. One of the guys I work with in my department, Bill. Um, really cool dude. Um, I worked at my job uh, several years ago before I moved to Myrtle Beach. And he was one of the coolest dudes I ever met. I consider him, I considered him one of my three senseis, along with two other guys that still work at the place I work at. Very smart dude, knew his stuff, you know, taught me a lot about stuff. And we had very, very personal conversations about life and stuff. Very, very cool dude. One of the kindest, funniest dudes, very sarcastic, very witty, but also very understanding, very loving. You know, had a good, had a family, had a wife, um, had a son who worked at the, who used to work at the store. Uh, they, I mean, he had, I believe uh, he has two kids. You know, I've met him all that fun stuff, you know, really, really good dude. And he had cancer and he beat it. And he looked, and when I, when he came back, he was in, I mean, he was in a, uh, his role was a bit different. I mean, he still had the same role that he had, but he can only work in like a limited capacity. He couldn't really like lift much. Uh, it was very light. It was on light duty as we like to call it. Um, can only lift under, uh, couldn't lift any more than 10 pounds at the time, but he was still in good spirits, very happy, still very talkative, very, still had a sarcasm about him, still had his wits, and then we found out about a few months later, I would say a few months later or something like that, that he had to step away because it had come back. Unfortunately, he lost that battle, and he passed away, I believe, if I remember correctly, last year. Um... We all loved Bill, loved him to death. He was a good man. And I still think about him every now and then, you know, I'm thinking like, man, hey, like this, this, this department, department ain't the same without him. It really isn't. And I wish I had like a picture of him to put in our department because he really meant that much to me and helped me in my work situation, my life, you know, very, very kind man. And when he did come back, when he beat it, you know, everybody was going crazy for him, you know. And then we found that it came back and it came back harder than it did the first time. We all kind of had that feeling like something like he wasn't going to come back. And once we knew that and we found out a few months after that, about two or so months later, he was gone. It really rocked me a lot because, like I said, he's one of my he was one of my three senses. I consider him one of my three senses at my job. So it really and every now and then I do think about him and I think, man, you know, like why can't you like help me, dude? Like help me figure this out. Like I know this stuff. Like I know what I know, but I still don't. I still I feel like I didn't get enough from him, you know. In the case of Roman Reigns, it's a little different. Because perception is reality. We know for, I would say, the last four years or so, four or five years, Roman Reigns' name has been in, has been the, the guy, the so-called guy. I'm doing air quotes as I'm saying this, the guy. 
but he never got over with the fans the way Vince McMahon wanted Roman Reigns to get over with the fans. And that's not to say that this could, I mean, if they, if, I mean, one, if you work, if you put cancer on an angle, it's to, I say it's disrespectful. It's just my opinion. I think it's disrespectful to do that and kind of angle with fans. You're, you're, it's playing with the hard strings of fans. Cause like we said, we, you know, I guarantee you any person who's going to be listening to this episode either knows a family member that had cancer or knows of someone, a family friend, a friend of theirs, a girlfriend, a boyfriend, a husband or a wife, or someone in that intimate manner knows of someone who had cancer, whether they beat it or they lost the battle. My feeling on it is that if Roman Reigns states Tomorrow night that he's coming back to the WWE four months after his leukemia came back and that he's going to be at WrestleMania, that could be the biggest blow up in Vince McMahon's career. To work an angle in that manner to garner sympathy from the WWE universe just to get him back on that, to, pl- to take that. And because at that point I stated in that episode, when I talked about Roman Reigns saying his, his leukemia came back, he is going to garner the biggest babyface reaction since Hulk Hogan. That's as real as it gets. From most people, he will garner the biggest babyface reaction in WWE history, more so than the you know than the pop that Stone Cold got. Um, I forget what I've seen this so many times on Twitter. He came out to a huge pop, one of the biggest pops ever in WWE's history. Came out to that pop. He would garner that pop. Because you got to think about it. Roman Reigns coming, beating, beating leukemia, coming back. Finally beating cancer and coming back home to the WWE, which is the, the babyface reaction Vince McMahon always wanted. I don't think that the react, I mean, the reaction initially from fans will be thumbs up. But for God, but for people like me who do podcasting, and know the history of Roman Reigns and what they have tried to do, what they have attempted to do to have Roman Reigns be a star, turning Braun Strowman heel in order to make Roman a babyface, having him be the one to beat Brock Lesnar when Lesnar didn't even want to work with Roman at WrestleMania 34, and then losing, dropping the title to him at SummerSlam, which we knew was going to be an eventual thing. To have that now, and this is why I stated Seth Rollins and Brock Lesnar would be the biggest thing with that, because Vince wanted Roman to be the guy. He wanted to be the one, he wanted him to be the one to be the top babyface in the company when fans didn't want him 
to be the biggest babyface in the company. They wanted him to be the biggest heel. They booed him for a reason. He got so much heel heat that it couldn't be denied. It worries me. It worries me more than you'll ever know that they're going to... And it, listen, this is just all speculation. I'm not saying this is definitive. This is just all my 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 brain matter. My brain matter is just going to hamster wheel right now. That they may somehow insert him involving the Rollins Lesnar feud, and that worries me a lot. It worries me more than you'll ever know. And this is definitely one of those things where. Like I said, I, I mean, if they just have him come out tomorrow night and just state how how things are going, how well he's doing, how long, how far is he away from coming back to the WWE? That that's the one thing he should do: come out, pop, big pop. Like I said, big baby face pop. He's gonna come out to a huge pop tomorrow night. Discuss how he's doing. Discuss, you know, how treatment is going, how much, you know, the fans have been, you know, hitting him up on Twitter and all social media, wishing him well. But if he comes back and states that he's coming back to the WWE, not only does that overshadow not only does that overshadow the the Ric Flair 70th birthday celebration that overshadows everything across the board it really does if you think about it because when you because then okay the focus is goes right back on Roman Reigns immediately goes right back like that because Roman is a main eventer. He's in the main event title scene for, you know, he's a main event guy. I can't knock him for that. Although, I mean, how they, how they booked Roman the past five years. You know, especially not giving, especially not allowing Daniel Bryan to be cleared and come back to the WWE because they wanted to have Roman be the top guy. That's a legitimate thing. And if you think I'm lying, two things go fuck yourself, one, and two, check your shit. Because it's legitimate. That overshadows the Universal Championship match now. Because somehow, some way, then that they that may I'm not saying this I'm not saying like I said, this is all coming from me. This is speculation. This is just from my thoughts. My thoughts that I've been gathering ever since I put out the post uh, a few days ago about Roman Reigns returning to Monday Night Raw. You have your good. You have your good ID, you know. And then you have your possible bad. Rollins Lesnar doesn't need Roman. 
they can do one WrestleMania without Roman Reigns. Especially when you think about who's going to be coming back anyway. You know, Kevin Owens returning, apparently. I I posted on my social media, on my Twitter, I believe, that Kevin Owens was going to be, was rumored to face Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania for the WWE Championship. Sorry, Kofi stands. Hashtag Kofi Mania is not going down. But we do get Kofi Kingston versus Daniel Bryan for the WWE Championship at Fastlane and that they will be a contract signing this coming Tuesday on SmackDown, in case you haven't read any news as of late. You have Rollins-Lesnar. You have the more than likely triple threat match between Charlotte, Becky, and Ronda for the Raw Women's Championship. You have the women's tag team titles now in play with rumors of either the Bellas or Trish and Lita facing Sasha and Bayley for the women's tag titles. You have that. Asuka will be defending the championship against God knows who at this point. Finn Balor is going to be going hopefully into WrestleMania as Intercontinental Champion and we finally get to see the Demon entrance. Dean Ambrose's last hurrah in WWE. Yeah, the giant memorial battle royal, I guess that would be. That's not a highlight. That's that's not a highlight. Fuck that shit. But WrestleMania has more than enough to carry on the road to WrestleMania. You have more than enough going on where Roman does not need to be involved. Joe NOI, my guy, my dude. I stated bef- I stated this before, and I'm gonna say it again. I hope your treatment. I'm gonna say this to you, my man. I hope your treatment is going well. I mean, from the looks of it, you did you did some scenes um with The Rock. I don't know if it was for Fast and Furious 13. I don't know what it was for, but you you kind of look good. You you look in good health, my guy. You look good. You're looking good. You know, not as jacked, you know, but, you know, look at me talking like it's like it's ready to rumble. You're looking jacked, man. You're looking good, buddy. Looking clean. Looking ripped. But I know in my heart of hearts, and I'm hoping in my heart of hearts, that tomorrow night on Monday Night Raw, That you come into a huge pop from Atlanta. Roman Reigns chants out the ass for five minutes straight because, you know, it's Roman. Atlanta's going to stand. Stand Roman. He's going to look clean. He's going to come out, you know, hopefully just in whatever man bun he's rocking that day. Regular Joe, you know, t-shirt, jeans, chain. I want that chain, though. And just addresses the fans as Joe and a Y and not Roman Reigns. That's my hope. Because the last thing we honestly need, the last thing we need hovering above us for the next six, actually seven weeks, I should say. My math was off a bit. Is to have Roman Reigns back into the fold. And superseding everything that's been going that we have now going on, going into fast lane in about two weeks' time, if I'm not mistaken, and then four weeks after that, 
on April 7th, WrestleMania in my home state of New Jersey. It's not, I'm not saying it's not far beyond the reaches of people's thought that he may announce his comeback, that he may announce his return to WWE. But in the grand scheme of things, to be truthfully honest, Roman, in terms of WrestleMania 35, I'd say you need to sit this one out and let the rest of the worry about your treatment and let the rest of the roster do their thing. You've already had the last four. In terms of a fifth, I'd rather you get better than have WWE and Vince McMahon have this be used as an angle just to garner your return and have sympathy from us and playing with our heartstrings. Truth be told, I wouldn't put it past Vince to pull this angle. I wouldn't put it past Vince to have thought about it. In the wor- in my world, that would be considered a dick move to do it. It really would. There's just some things you do and some things you don't do, Vince. And hopefully, you're smart enough to know the difference. Well, guys, that's going to be it for this Secret Files episode number two. I want to thank you guys so much for taking time out of your day, your night, your afternoon, your evening, wherever you may be, wherever you are in the world. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to check out this episode of the podcast. I greatly and truly appreciate it as always. Now, if you enjoyed this episode, do not hesitate to tell a friend to tell a friend about the Young Lions Perspective, sharing across all of your social media platforms, the Instagrams, the Twitters, the Bumbles, the Tumblers, the Facebooks. Whatever you have on your social media, let the people know that the Young Lions Perspective is your alternative for professional wrestling podcast and that we are here to stay on the road to WrestleMania. If you like this episode and want to check out this episode and any of the other 54 episodes, including the first ever Secret Files episode that I did, um, but you don't have the Anchor app. Well, no worries. Don't worry about it. Relax. You're going to be fine. You can also find the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, CastBox, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Stitcher Radio, and of course, that good old Spotify fam. Just search for Young Lions Perspective on any one of these nine platforms. You should have no problem finding the podcast whatsoever. If you want to stay up to date with everything that's going on with the podcast, you can follow me on Twitter at SwayZenitorWWI and on my Instagram, which is like literally the mothership for everything that is the YLP podcast at Young underscore Lions underscore Perspective. Now, in terms of Twitter, uh, I will be live tweeting tomorrow night for Monday Night Raw. Uh, it's Ric Flair's 70th birthday celebration. So, I mean, I'm not going to miss Ric Flair styling and profiling all around the ring. I will be, would not be surprised if Charlotte was there. If Becky may may show up, that would be kind of weird of a weird flex, but okay. It's gonna. I'm, I'm definitely gonna be keeping that up. I'm not saying that it has been enjoyable. 
Uh, there's still some parts of Raw that I still don't like, but like I said, I will be live tweeting tomorrow night for Monday Night Raw. I do also live tweet for SmackDown Live, NXT, NXT UK, and every WWE live pay-per-view that goes down. Guys, I know that you were expecting a NXT and NXT UK review, and I apologize for having that, but this Secret Files episode just kind of kind of propped up. Um, I explained a little bit of it on on this episode. Uh, I spent a little bit on the episode, I should say. Um, but NXT, NXT UK review will be going down tomorrow. Uh, you'll be getting that in the afternoon before Monday Night Raw. Guarantee that to hit your eardrums so effortlessly and so beautifully, guys. And enjoy the rest of your Sunday. I know I still have to do some things. Um, I have a sore meeting tonight, so I got to make sure I get ready for that because it should be a wonderful experience. Guys, until tomorrow for episode 55 of the Young Lions Perspective, enjoy the rest of your day, and we'll talk soon. See ya!